It is time for the Midlife Hockey Crisis Beer League Podcast, brought to you by WinningSynthetics.com, your one-stop for all things Amsoil, and TheHockeyArsenal.com. Now, here are your hosts, TJ Hollingsworth and Daniel Dave Dickerson. Take it away, boys. Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another exciting, action-packed, fun-filled episode of Midlife Hockey Crisis, the Beer League Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Hollingsworth, joined as always by my co-host, the Dangler himself, <laughs> Danglin Dave Dickerson. What's up, bud? What's up, man? I need to own that. I need to actually dangle. You and should. Uh, can, uh... I'm, I'm not telling anybody how to do their thing, but if you wanted to, like, Trademark that and start like doing some like keychains and little to. tricks and trinket I know thimbles, collectible it. thimbles. I think thimbles, are coming back. All right, I'll, as soon as I learn how to dangle, what that means. <laughs> What's up, man? Everything good, man. We just, funny. We're just uh, sitting here talking about uh, alternate ways to make money to kind of help pay for <laughs> right. hockey. But that that kind of brings up uh, something that that uh, that we're going to talk about on this episode. And I think this is a this could be a, like a like a you don't want a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Comes on, they're going to do a serious topic, and they go a very special, a family affair, yeah, very special friends. <laughs> hey, we're we're going to talk to you today about uh, balancing hockey with the rest of your right, life. Right. Uh, you know, between family, job, and in your case, school. Yeah, it's it's tough. It is a balance. You know, you got to pick one or two things. Uh, I got to turn go. my microphone. There here. we go. It was here very special. But yeah, you got, I mean, it, it, life is extremely busy. You're working 40 hours a week. You're going to school for 15 hours a week. Right now I'm taking low classes. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for next semester. <laughs> you know, play three times a week. You've got, uh, this, this is all me. I've got kids. I want to spend right. time with them, the wife. You know, God forbid there's laundry to do or, oh, I have to get my oil changed. But yeah, you know, you, it, it's a very difficult, it is a very difficult balance. It's, it's interesting. We, uh, we kind of have a, a mixed bag of ice availability here in central Indiana. For example, uh, the league you and I are, are, are wrapping up right now, the Carmel uh, Indiana yeah. D league. It's great. We play at four thirty in the afternoon, right in the middle of a Sunday. No, you know, mm-hmm. not a lot of time restrictions there. However, uh, the league you've been playing in during the week and the one I'm about to join you in right. uh, plays w- most beer league times just nine forty in the most evening. Of the time. And that's uh, I'm hearing early on. You go to the hockey belt. It's like yeah, eleven o'clock midnight. That's when we start. Right. You know, right. we start at nine forty, twenty minutes of drills, and we roll into the game. You're not out of there till eleven twenty. That's that's uh, you. You know, we talked on the last episode about what do you do after the game. It, that's eleven thirty, uh, just being done. Yeah. Um, you know, most of us have to get up and work eight in the morning, right. nine in the morning, take kids. This guy, take my daughter. I'll take Lainey. Pee pee. I uh, have to do that every time now. I take, uh, you know, I'll take Lainey to mm-hmm. school. Thank God my wife is taking the kids to school now. But um, yeah, you know, it, it rolls right into it. it. Balancing things out. So, you know, that's, you know, let's talk. I'm, I want to use you for an example because, right. I, you know, I, for those of you who know Dave's married, family, youngsters, my wife and I married, we are empty nesters. Uh, she is a very, very busy individual. She is working. Gosh, my wife works almost probably around averages around 60 hours a week. So I've, I know this is a rarity. She's here now. I've, yeah. Work from home days, I which know who are it was. great. Who's that? Who's that lady in there? <laughs> but yeah, and this is kind of one of those things that we're, we're kind of going to be addressing for the first time because I'm going to begin playing this, uh, mm-hmm. midday or midweek league. That's going to either play Monday nights right. or Wednesday nights. Uh, a little late now for me i've i'm pretty fortunate because of judy's her, her work and her hours mm-hmm. she's usually passed out by nine o'clock so literally we could have our normal evening and i could still leave and make it to the game on time yeah 
However, someone like yourself uh, with little ones and you know still in the house and all that in school and all, you know, what, what are some things? How, how do you guys make time to, to balance and juggle all this? Jenny does everything. I'll just say <laughs> that. Right? No, I mean you know it's it, that is it. Laney and Jenny and Nick, they're I, I try weekly and daily to make them a priority just to be at home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even last night I just kind of hung out and played a video game while they were my wife was studying. Laney fell asleep and Nick's upstairs playing just to be at home. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, obviously work you have to do that so there's and my work schedule varies so either i'm a eight to five or one to ten or whatever um but then after that you know hockey is definitely up there but it it works because it is late you did say something like that that you know Mm -hmm. judy jenny generally if i wasn't there she'd probably be sleeping at nine o'clock but um you know we try to wrap the kids get them into bed nine nine thirty nick puts himself to sleep i have a 15 year old stepson so um half the week Mm -hmm. we have an extra fella but uh, Nick puts himself to bed. Laney, you kind of have to force. She's just like daddy. She stays up late. <laughs> she will stay up till four in the morning watching cartoons if I were to ever let her. Um, but you know, it's all, I get some snuggle time with her. And then by the time I, everybody settles in, it's time to go play hockey. Uh, if it's a non-hockey night, then, you know, cool. I get to eat dinner and hang out, watch Jeopardy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a balancing act. I've got schedulers on my phone i write Mm -hmm. down everything i send so uh thank you apple because uh siri is fantastic i push the button i say hey wake me up in 20 minutes or hey remind me tomorrow about xyz so um my god it's busy uh you know and it's only going to get worse because my school schedule uh in the fall i double up on uh classes right right now i'm taking just the one but in the fall it's it's two so we'll see where hockey's the one thing they'll probably have to get pushed away because the kids you know they're only little once right you know so I guess we'll see. But yeah, during the week, man, at nighttime, it's, it's pretty great, especially if she's in bed. That way can, she can have her good sleep. You go out and hang out with the fellas, come home lit up, 12, 12 course lights. <laughs> the other night I did that. I woke her up. Hey. Uh-huh. You know, I just had a couple, but you know, she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. But it, the balancing act, especially for some of these other folks, you know, you, I, I work weekends. <clears throat> so the Sunday league, it's, it's pretty challenging. That's why I chose the, the during the week league. Right. But, you just got to make it a party. Then, then right now that the kids, Laney seven, you know, there was a Disney commercial that came on a couple of days ago and my God, I had to leave the room cause I thought I was going to start crying. <laughs> it, it, uh, it, it just shows a little kid and the dad and he, he backs off. He's right. watching a video and she's leaving for college and he's just bawling. I'm like, I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> but you know, they're only little once and I don't want to miss it. That's right. why I moved here from Chicago. I, you know, married with Jenny, and I didn't want to miss the, the lives with these kids, you know, as annoying as it is sometimes. Turn the light off. Flush the toilet. But, <laughs> yeah, you know. What about uh, as far as, you know, your family getting involved in hockey or, or being, you know, either from either a playing, playing part or from just a spectating part? Is, is that something that's worked out? The, or? the extent of it is Lane and I play in the garage where her goal is about the size of a dishwasher. Mine's the size <laughs> of a blister pack matchbox car. So granted, she wins. But, you know, Jenny and, and Nick and the kid, they would come to the Carmel games a lot on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, they would come generally every week and watch. But they're in school. My, so my stepson, Nick, he's got to be at school at 6.30, 7 in the morning. Uh, so that's, he's kind of doesn't go to the late games or doesn't come to the Sunday games. And then right. Jenny's a, in a, my wife is in a master's program. So every breathing hour she's doing homework. Right. So they've kind of exited them themselves. Uh, I'll bring Lainey to the rink as much as I can, you know, just so she can see daddy play. She likes to watch her cartoons. That's one of her outlets. Right. So, um, yeah, they try to follow along. So we have season tickets here to our, uh, local team, the fuel, the Indy fuel. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's our hockey outlet as a family. Kids hate it. 
But um, my wife loves it. Sometimes I have to tell her to calm down because she screams and yells now, in my ear. But. Here's what's cool. Your, your wife is a trooper mm-hmm. because she actually got hit with a puck at an Indy Fuel game and continued to go to the games. Right. She did. She didn't even have any medical attention. So, yeah, we were watching a game. We're trying to decide, try to decide on where our seats were. Right. So she sat in a, we sat in the 300, 200, 100. 100 sucks because, like, you, you can see. You're so close. It's wonderful if they're playing right, right in there. front of you. Right. <laughs> 200 was awesome, but there's no protection because right. we like to sit in the middle. And uh, we ended up sitting up top. But, uh, yeah, she got hit in, the puck, hit in the back of the head with a puck. I turned to the right because I thought I was going to catch it and be the right. hero. I was protecting Laney. And oh, I, I got, I'm going to get it. And then she's like, no, it hit me already. And it's on the other <laughs> side. So, yeah, lump on the head. But, um, yeah, she got hit in the head with a, with a puck and teared, teared up. I right. hit her, I hit her uh, uh, with a roll of tape on the head, and she started bawling. So my stepson and I both are like, really? Like, <laughs> I think Laney even chimes in. Like, Mommy? Uh, Hang on a sec. Before somebody calls the police, explain how you hit your wife. <laughs> you just didn't haul off oh, no, and no, go, no, no. hey, look, hon, fastball. Whack. I think Nick and I, Nick and I were cleaning the garage or something. She was cleaning out her car, and I, I kind of tossed a roll of black tape up on the roof. And it, the roof rolled, and she's vacuuming the side of the car, and it hit her. Just tapped. And right. Just, and she started crying. Like, and you get hit with a puck? Anyway, my wife's a strong woman, and I, she'll make fun of me for admitting how much, you know, how strong she is. But she really is. She puts up with me. <laughs> right there makes her. Yeah. Uh, should, we should canonize her here probably at some point right. before too long. So I'd be curious to hear, if you're listening to this, if you could down the comments, or maybe if you're listening on, on YouTube, uh, all these end up on YouTube, uh, drop us a little line there. What are some things you've done, you and your family have done, to kind of make sure that, that you get the hockey time that you feel like you need and they, they feel like they get the time uh, that they need as well? We'd like to hear that. I'm going to post that up on Reddit too. So if I'd like you, to see that too because, you know, even with me. Share I'd some like ideas maybe. That's right. <laughs> all right let's uh move on to another subject somebody brought this up and i thought it was pretty cool um i'd love to know how do players pick numbers i mean right. i know i've got my number and, and i know you got your number i'm not I gonna still want to hear it. i want to hear how you got yours i'll tell you how i got mine you but, go first all right yeah i uh so my number was always 33 in basketball hockey baseball anything um but ever since laney started getting her own little personality so my daughter was born on april 17th so uh, she, dad, dad, no, you're, you're not 33 anymore. You're 17. That's you're 17. <laughs> so that's basically why I wore my number. Um, you know, she flips out about every time she sees, if there's a score or a temperature or right. whatever, 17, it's always a little mini celebration. So I have no problems changing my number to 17. <laughs> um, but I'm curious about yours. 93, 93. Interesting question. So, uh, anyone that's follows me on social media or has known me for a while knows that my, my first passion um, outside of my family is, is motorsports. I grew up in a, in a motorsports family, uh, literally uh, with an ice side of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And all I ever wanted to do as a kid growing up was be a race driver, professional race car driver. My hero uh, as a kid was Johnny Parsons Jr., uh, who was just a hot shoe from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Uh, in USAC open wheel sprint cars, midgets, things like that. Made 12 Indy 500 starts, uh, two fifth place finishes. You know, not that I have this committed to memory or anything like that. Not at all. But uh, one year my dad was associated. My, my dad's background was in marketing, public relations, things of that nature inside of the IndyCar world. He had put together a sponsorship program for, for Johnny JP and a local radio station and a big uh, box retailer. This had been 1974. 
five, I think it was, and that was uh, Airway was the store WNAP, which is no longer around, but they were their their uh, radio signal was ninety three point one, so ninety three. Mm-hmm. So the car was ninety three, and at the time I'm uh, I'm about seven or eight years old when I first really kind of start conscious of things and can remember things. So 93 became my number. The car that he ran at, at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway in the IndyCar Series was 93. The Champ Dirt car that they ran that year was 93 and almost won a championship. And uh, the shop where all this these cars were kept was literally right around the corner from our house. So my dad would take me over there if he had to go do something business-wise or whatever. So literally, I grew up with these was... cars, 93, 93. Yeah, everything was 93. So that kind of became, as I started racing, uh, when, when I could, which – Cars get assigned numbers. There's a million different ways it works out. Sometimes you get the one you want. Sometimes you can't. But I would always get 93. That was just kind of the the my one of my first right. early memories of wanting to be involved in motorsports. So I kind of figured I wouldn't start playing hockey. You'd hit me up, say, "Hey, man, we're you know we're gonna need these jerseys. Yeah, you need a number." Order. And I'm like, uh, "Well, psh, let's go with 93. Let's Easy. let's tie my 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 old passion in with what's becoming a new obsession, right. ice hockey." And that's how I got 93, and it's kind of cool. And you talk about your daughter doing mini celebrations. Now I catch yeah. myself if I'm watching a game, flipping around. There's 93 goes on. I go, oh wait, thank you. yeah, you, you'd be surprised how much you see it. You know, especially exactly. it's like, oh my god, there's 17. There's 93. You know, yeah. I start. I mean, I forgot to say this, but my hero was Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan. You know, being a Bulls fan, like mm-hmm. oh my god, everybody had Jordan's number, right? And it's just kind of a, okay, 23. So I chose 33. So that's kind of where my 33 started out. But, yeah, I mean, just... I, I figured it had to be Larry Bird. <laughs> no, but if my, wa- my wife's probably going to listen to this one. Don't get me started with Larry Bird. She is infatuated with this backcountry fella. You know, uh, Larry Bird. It's all about Larry Bird, and she's got cards and all this crap. So i got to tell you, this is completely Larry. off base, but if you want to see some funny videos, go watch Younger People reaction videos to watching larry bird highlights because he's been out the, he's been out of basketball long enough that there's a whole generation of people in their 20s right they know the name they don't know how good, and you forget and i i i'm a big youtube guy i love youtube that's probably my main source of entertainment mm-hmm. is, is youtube and that'll pop up and i'll watch those and you watch the guy and you're like damn that dude was good he, <laughs> he was good. better I, than good i don't take that away but probably we, one of the original trash talkers too oh he did it well him and johnson oh know, my gosh magic Jeez, oh my gosh when, and when you hear other players talk about it what they used to say to him is it's hysterical it's it was kind of cool i i'm not a big trash talk person especially when it starts to get just you know somebody swearing this and it's like eh, you're in our lame. league it goes from zero to ten immediately yeah there's no fun you know I, I i appreciate trash talk that comes where you can do it without cussing not that i have any problems cussing and i do it like yeah. a sailor but i just think it just shows zero creativity yeah, or intelligence class, yeah yeah it's just classless it's, it's when you can rattle someone without mm-hmm. you know dropping f-bombs and this that, and the other i i find that much more. i think larry bird was really really good at Man, that and that's he, always the best yeah he it's just some I've watched a thirty for thirty or something with him and Magic. And my God, I'm going to catch this ball right here. I'm going to take three steps that block right there. I'm going to shoot with my left hand. There's nothing you can do about no, it. No, and it went in. They made a McDonald's made a commercial. Yeah. Him and Jordan, you know, off the rafters, nothing but net, you know. But God, don't give me start on Larry Bird, Jenny. Turn it, Jenny. Turn the damn radio off. Well, you know, Larry Bird originally was a hockey player. Yeah. No, I made that yeah, up. Yeah, I was going to say. I, <laughs> I wish. Hey, man. <laughs> Time is not been good to him either. Man. Okay, we're getting sidetracked here. We're way off. All right, we'll go back, we'll go back on the highway. <laughs> all right, very good. So, all right, if you're listening out there, we want to know, how did you come up with the number you wear on your jersey? Yeah. Uh, if you see any of our stuff, any of the social media stuff, when, when we play in our Carmel League, we get no vote. There's a handful of jerseys. You grab one. 
Oh, we, um, get, we get votes. The, <laughs> I don't think they have a 93, but... No, they don't. I, that was the first thing I, when I went in and got that. A couple was, of us uh, sort of snuck in. <clears throat> Jeff, <clears throat> Dave. Uh, we're, you, you have the number whores, ju- you know. You got to get your number. Well, it was interesting because originally, when I, when I first started playing, uh, our team got... We got custom jerseys. Yeah. Bob Miller, who was our who was a captain of the team, uh, so we were the Miller High Lifers, and he had somebody whip up a logo, which essentially they lifted the one right off the Miller <laughs> beer bottle, which was fine. It was cool. It looked neat. They were blue and red and white. Hey, that's and cool. Like, I got the T-shirt. It's yeah. There. Hey, what that's number good. do you want? Hey, what name do you want on the back? And and so I had ninety three, and I had tunes put on as my name on the back, and it's all that, that's a whole other story. I was just say that we'll tell it now. Uh, might as well. So yeah, I want to know why. Let's see. How, how do we say this? At a point in my life, I was part of a particular subculture of Harley Davidson motorcycle enthusiasts. Enthusiasts who are known to wear leather and not go by their regular names. It's a, it's called a road name. So after you've been uh, been with one of these subcultures for a while, before they will accept you as one of their own and, and, and make you a full fledged member, you get a road name. And since I had the tendency to be kind of a smart ass, and at the time I was still a musician, I was still playing in bands and stuff and singing. They said, "All right, you're going to be tunes," but instead of T U N E S, it was T O O N S, as in cartoons. So <laughs> it's kind of one of those that stick. I got a, I have a tattoo on my arm of it. It was kind of one of those. Oh, this is kind of cool. You know, my last name Hollingsworth, thirteen letters long, and going to fit on anybody's jersey without being in lowercase and cut in half and everything else. <laughs> so tunes works. So you just throw yeah, it. I've on never there. heard that story. I've always. Wondered. I, I don't think I've I ever think told. We you. started to go down that. Like, why do you have that on there? But probably we, with puck came at us or something. But <laughs> that's cool. No, but, that's cool. I never knew that. So I would like to know how did you come up with your numbers? Oh, we we were talking about white, but yeah. So we we had the we could do our own jerseys. Cool. Well, it's somewhere uh, down the road there, there was a there's a sponsor involved in being a motorsports guy. I totally get sponsors. Being a mm-hmm. podcaster, I completely get sponsors. So they uh, so they decided. All right, uh, moving forward after that season, you couldn't do the custom jerseys anymore. You had to use the ones the rink provided, which on one hand is kind of neat. It saves you a few bucks, but I think seventy five bucks was all we were getting jerseys and socks for seventy five dollars, and you didn't, and they weren't required. You didn't have to do that if you didn't want to. So I don't know. I'm hoping maybe we could work something out where you can still do a custom jersey if you'll get the logo, the sponsor logo on there, which I'd be happy to do. That was just kind of one of the yeah, cool like things about thirty five bucks for you know, whatever. Yeah, something. I just, it's just kind of neat. It it makes you feel again like more like part of a team than when you're wearing a jersey that right. I am not convinced those have been washed this year. Probably not washed, and it's and there's four different <laughs> styles. You know, one guy has stripes, the other guy doesn't. But I, I that's and you know maybe save this for another one. But that's a huge huge thing with me. I'm like I love jerseys, love jerseys i mean i think i bought three or four over the last well that day helped you move you had like a hundred of them hanging up in the garage yeah now these got to go too like gee been christmas yeah i I just i love the jerseys and you know starting but it is the team aspect you know like oh i'm passing to the same guy that has that that we all have that we all look at least we kind of like we know what we're doing but just being part of that team just throwing on like the d5 mighty ducks you know that right that crap doesn't work i I, at least look looked apart So, are you a gear whore? Are you a gear hoarder? That's what I meant to say. Gear hoarder. Mm. We'd like to hear about it. In fact, uh, you and Dave could start a new bromance or something like that because I shop together. It's funny because to me, that's that stuff never was a big deal to me. But now all of a sudden, that I had to get a Highlanders jersey, and then well, we got to have a way jersey for a tournament. I didn't play in it. I'll take another jersey, and it's like now I got them kind of hanging up in the room. Like that's kind of cool. I could could see maybe maybe getting a Blackhawks jersey or Blues jersey. You guys got to be authentic, you know, double stitch letters, (laughs) tactful. Well, and then for Christmas, I got the uh, I got the uh, the Chiefs jersey. I brought mine today. Did you? Yeah, which is awesome. 
my favorite part of the whole jersey is the fact that it's got the fighting strap in the back. Oh yeah, yeah, you can get those. It's not. Yeah, I just bought uh, just bought a Hawks uh, uh, Winter Classic jersey from last year. It's got the strap. Mm-hmm. I'm like, when am I going to use this? Well, here's my wife. She really wants a Blackhawks St. Patrick's Day jersey. Oh, you yeah. can't find them. I'll, I'll hook you up. I got Please a, do because because I, I and I thought I'd found one right before Christmas. I was like, great! So I hit the order button on it. And yeah. It was in China that I didn't realize. It. Not a right. huge deal, but then two days later, I get, hey, you know, we're out of that. How about this one instead? And it was just a regular jersey. He's like, well, no, shit! I can go down to Pronies and get came one up of those. On my feed today. My Google knows me well, but it came up on my feed. And they're legit. They're in stock. Yeah, this dude sells them on on eBay, and they're legit. They are. Legit. I'm pretty sure this dude worked for Adidas or whoever the jersey manufacturer was at the time. <laughs> worked at the United Center uh-huh. Security. Took them all, and now he's hocking them. I'm not going to ask any questions. He sells me cheap Probably jerseys. Probably a better idea. Just what you can't get in trouble for what you don't know. Right. Don't know. I don't know nothing. Excellent. Well, friends, that is going to wrap it up for us. You know, we have some questions out there. We'd love to hear for you or from you, rather. Hey, help us out here. Uh, if you're not going to send us a big giant check to sponsor us, then the next best thing you can do, share the podcast. Give us a great review on iTunes or on Spotify or wherever and a big thumbs up. That goes a long way. And uh, make sure you follow us, too. We appreciate everybody that listens. Uh, we right. just hit our uh, a thousand downloads in slightly just a couple of days over two months thank you all so much for your support on this if you'd have told me that two months in we'd have a thousand uh listens i just said you're on drugs and and you may be i don't know it's none of my business but right. we do appreciate you listening to the podcast but if you could help us out that way a check uh or the uh, the likes and the shares or both whatever works for you we're good with uh you got anything else dave no that's it thank you shout out to who did you say sweden and australia sweden australia one, huh? yeah i mean get yeah. those fires put out so you can all focus on listening to our podcast yeah. hey sweden h-e-j also cole at piranis uh, cole yep you know we won't give his last name but um you know uh, one of our close buddies got uh recently diagnosed with uh leukemia so you know uh hashtag poo bear strong so uh you know locally you can get some wristbands but you know just guys think about him yeah. um good dude the old cliche thoughts and prayers positive thoughts and all that good stuff help yeah. people out if you know someone that's uh, that's uh, that's been affected by that reach out to him just let them know you're thinking about him Same. kelly take it away you have been listening to the midlife hockey crisis podcast we'll see you next period <laughs> <laughs>